What is up, aka Patters? I am Peter A. DeLuca. You know me, I'm the pop culture pope, and I am ready to go. We are discussing 2005's Revenge of the Sith, the tie up, the end, the crescendo, the crest. Not really the crest, that's a bad word, but we're talking the end of the prequel trilogy. And here we go, let's talk Star Wars, Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Hey, 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 thank you for joining me. I love you, I love you. Give me a shout out, because you know me, I'm on Twitter, at AKAPad. And if you're listening to this, do me a favor, do a favor. Subscribe, leave a comment, tell your friends, retweet, show someone this, post it on Facebook because the AK Army is growing and I cannot grow it without you. With that being said, we're talking Star Wars, we're still going. This is episode 272 of the AKA Pads Audio Audacity podcast. <laughs> it's a lot to say. I'm probably going to shorten it soon because I'm constantly branding and rebranding this podcast. Why? Because I'm just trying to get it right. I'm trying to get the right combo to get broadcast across the cosmos into every brain, every piece of gray matter, every single country around this globe. Those are my goals. It's domination. And did you guys hear about Collider? Collider completely collapsed. And uh, I was shook. And <laughs> it seems a lot of their uh, shill media, their their shill point of view uh, collapsed. And uh, I've been long critical about not just Collider, but uh, people from Collider, people of Collider, people who... Um, you know, basically, uh, don't discuss what's in front of them anymore, and they go along with these talking points uh, forwarded by not not the studio, but the you know these marketing and PR companies that the studio hires. Yeah, uh, the Jedi Council is gone. Uh, very like it's upsetting just because you know people lost their jobs, but at the same time, you reap what you sow, and if if you don't commit yourself to being honest and truthful and making good content and putting yourself, your soul, and your marrow into the ether, you you don't get a good reward. I'm sorry. The universe will not reward you. And and Collider, yeah, Collider did it. Collider somewhat tanked itself. But, <coughs> excuse me, I, I've been recovering. I got sick. Not sick, sick. Uh, I only consider myself sick if I'm ill mobile and I miss out on things. And maybe in the last, I would say, six years, I've been sick twice. That's a pretty good run. Uh, one of them was last year. <laughs> that was pretty bad. Uh, that was more like a, like a two-day thing. But look, look, we're rocking and rolling. We're discussing everything. We're discussing everything Star Wars. Now... Let me tease the next episode real quick. Let me tease episode 273. It's going to be the People vs. George Lucas. And episode 274, sorry, I had a little brain fart there, is going to be, uh, I think it's, uh, I always forget the name of this documentary. It's the like the People Strike Back, the Star Wars prequel. Uh, and we have dueling documentaries that will uh, analyze you know, and give a point of view of what happened with the prequels and what happened with the special editions. Why is this important? This is important because the prequels 
were so impactful to a generation. They were as impactful to a generation as the original trilogy, episodes four, five, and six. And let me tell you, you know, I, I was still working, uh, I was maybe like on the tail end of working at a comic shop when uh, this movie came out. The merchandise, literally, we could not keep the action figures in stock. People wanted everything about this movie. And Revenge of the Sith is a great example. Uh, so everyone, like, criticized Solo. When Solo came out, it's like, well, we can't really uh, worry about the character. We know he lives. Like, you know, you can't put him in any real danger. He know, We know he lives. This is 100% true. This is an honest argument. We knew the outcome for Revenge of the Sith. Uh, you know, Jokers came out. We know the outcome of Joker. They killed him. But what else could they do? And it's a storytelling um, device. And, and it's almost like a... Um, you're not really putting yourself in a corner. You're not painting yourself into a corner. When you do a prequel. When you do an origin story. What you're doing is uh, you get to build into a level of anticipation is amazing. And that was on full display with Revenge of the Sith. People legitimately wanted to see the turn. They wanted to see Anakin Skywalker turn into the Big Daddy Darth Vader. Now, we can argue about how effective that was in this movie. But I will say this. And, and I really make statements on this level with my last two episodes attack of the clones or my for the attack of the clones episode and the phantom menace episode i kind of spoke more or less of you know what it was like for me to first see them now this movie uh i had a girlfriend at the time i think she just ended up in the in the music video and you know like her career at the time was taking off a uh, short-lived career, very short. But, you know, I was kind of like working with her, working a little bit to be like uh, someone of her uh, manager, you can say, her agent. So we see this movie at midnight. And I it, this is one of those movies where I just remember maybe being on the run, you know, like not sleeping, just being up. It was painful for me to watch it. But I got through it, and... I thought all the stuff at the end, you know, this movie leads right into New Hope. And, you know, like, I really didn't, it didn't sell me. And even to this day, it doesn't sell me. Because I feel like the movie should have ended with the creation paper. Put the, the helmet, when they, you know, complete the helmet onto Anakin Skywalker and those little robot arms snap that top piece into place and his heavy breathing goes into Vader's breathing that's what really like th this is what this is how the movie should have ended and then you know it leading into kind of Vader and Leia in the next episode it, it's like we kind of know like you know we can fill in those blanks but it, the movie in my opinion goes pretty far it goes too far. So the point I was getting at is unlike the Phantom Menace and unlike Attack of the Clones. And I have a feeling if I did the same thing 
those two movies would grow on me. But Revenge of the Sith is the only one of the prequels to have grown on me. Because I do appreciate the speed of the movie. Uh, there's a level of urgency. Uh, I, I think it has the best score of all three of, of, of the prequels. The, the dueling, uh, when Anakin is dueling Obi-Wan for the fate of the universe, so to speak. Uh, John Williams has a, a theme for that that is just masterful. It, it's, it's so awesome. Everyone goes to Fate of the Duels from Phantom Menace for the, the trilogy music. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's second to this. Even though they use Attack of the Duels during the the fight. A lot of people criticize the fight for being too long. Um, you know, I don't because I... So, I I kind of thought that. And that was almost like groupthink. So, you know, like that fight, you know, I would just have probably two things to say about the lava fight. But the way it's broken up is it does build anticipation. It builds us knowing, like, where we're at, like, story-wise, where are we emotionally. Uh, it needs to go on to for a certain length for breaks because at that same time, Yoda is fighting Palpatine and he's going to lose against Palpatine. So, you know, it's... A lot of this stuff is with intent. So when I first saw this, I was, I was, I was like, I feel like I wasn't even alive. I had such a crazy week. I was so tired. But I saw it again, and I saw it like or three, three times. And every time I saw it in the theater, uh, you know, it, everything did build into that third act. A lot like Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones builds into the third act very effectively i feel you know the third act being the war like the conflict so you know generation goes by and you have to give revenge of the sith a lot of credit because it's it's the only prequel to really rank with the originals and usually amongst the ranking people again everyone will go to empire strikes back and then Empire Strikes Back Down is somewhat of a mixed bag because we can have Star Wars New Hope. We often have Rogue One now. We have Revenge of the Sith. And sometimes we have even Last Jedi because, we, look, we, we have to say it. Last Jedi hit a lot of people. A lot of people do like that movie. So I, I wouldn't put Last Jedi up there, but I do feel like Last Jedi is still better than the prequels, if that makes any sense. This movie moves with a level of urgency that I think ranks it, you know, pretty pretty close to New Hope. And you know, could could the movie like re-edit it? Sure, have people re-edit this? They have. They've improved the the speed of this movie even more, but. Look, here, here's the thing, though. Like, we're also getting the ending of a vision. And right now, a lot of people are giving George Lucas a lot of credit for having this complete arc of a vision. He gets a lot of credit for it. I give him a lot of credit for it because, you know, we few filmmakers have completed three movies. You know, um, you know like, modern day-wise, we have Christopher Nolan with the Dark Knight movies, with the Batman movies. We have Gore Verbinski 
with Pirates of the Caribbean, which I love those three movies. I mean, we even have Michael Bay doing a five-movie arc with Transformers, which I also love. I love the backstory of the Transformer movies. I love it how it unravels movie to movie. It's awesome. So, you know, we we do have something special when it comes to Revenge of the Sith. We have the the ending of these prequels that a entire generation of fans waited for. Now, box office wise, you know, we get a close to nine hundred million worldwide. Phantom Menace broke a billion. But today, though here's the funny thing. Today it's the first saga to breach one billion. Uh so it goes to show you how much the audience is growing worse. Like where it's a billion dollar movie outside of solo. You know, solo is really the excited with the you know, or as they call it, the Disney Star Wars films. We're right on the heels of Rise of Skywalker breaching $1 billion. It will happen. Disney wants that milestone. They will make it happen. They have ways. They're sneaky. But no, no. This, I just, I'll say it again. Like, the, this movie has stuck with me throughout the years. I... I do like watching it. I like putting it on. And I do like the dumb melodrama. Uh, almost for the same reason why I'm attracted to the amazing Spider-Man movies, because the the age angst in those movies, the melodrama within those movies, is very effective in my eyes. It's it's effective and it's useful within the story. But look, look, everyone, I'm your boy. Go go watch Revenge of the Sith and go out there and create. I'm with you. Find me on Twitter, aka Pad. I'm signing out. I'm getting out of here. We're we're going to do two documentary discussions, and then we're going to get into the modern day trilogy. This is going to be Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker, and then officially we will be done with Star Wars, unless I can get my hands on that second Ewok movie, <laughs> or if it gets released on on Amazon Prime again. I hope it does. I should have just bought it. But anyway. I love you, rock and roll, and let's do this.